Welcome to another episode of Viatorian Voices, Conversations on the Way. This is pre-associate Dan Masterton from Vocation Ministry, and I'll be your host for this special episode in our series on Catholic social teaching, A Lively and Enlightened Faith. This episode will unpack the CST theme, Care for God's Creation. Catholic Relief Services, CST 101, explains it like this. We show our respect for the Creator by our stewardship of creation. Care for the earth is not just an Earth Day slogan. It is a requirement of our faith. We are called to protect people and the planet, living our faith in relationship with all of God's creation. This environmental challenge has fundamental moral and ethical dimensions that cannot be ignored. To put it simply, Christ calls us to preserve the world by being good stewards of it as God's gift to humanity. To help us examine care for God's creation from a Viatorian perspective, we'll first explore agricultural stewardship with a Viatorian who is a farmer. Then we'll listen to some reflections from a young adult who practices horticulture while living in an intentional faith community. Finally, we'll look at the ministry of the Viatorian Community Garden and similar ministries around the province. At the end of each segment, I'll offer some questions. I invite you to pause the recording to reflect and discuss. Let's go. Part 1. Viatorian Associates David and Susan Supernot run a family farm in Mantino, Illinois. Here, in an interview I did with Dave, he discusses some of his practices and principles for good stewardship of his land and his animals, and how he strives to do something that is sustainable for the earth, for his cows, and for his family's stability. So the paddocks, you were saying, mm -hmm. you have four acre sets. 40? Four acre sets. And so it's like every 40th day they're on that one? Yep. And they make a full yep. rotation? Unless like in the springtime when the grass is growing so fast, we'll take maybe 10 out and make hay out of it or something like okay. that. Uh, normally a good rotation. Dairy cows, we would move them faster, rotate faster because you need it at higher quality. Okay, if I saw a seed head, which you, you know they've eaten most everything, but if I see a seed head out there, you're not optimum quality. And dairy, if you want to make milk, had to have optimum everything. These beef cows, uh, you know, it's a little more ranker stuff. It gives them a little more fiber in their gut, and then we're also very strange. And so we've got center pivot irrigation, best money we ever spent, because that was at the time the profit was from the cows from the grass okay and you know it was it was the best thing we ever did and so now we, we still use the irrigation uh, we try to get on an inch a week which is what grass usually takes on a hot summer day it, it'll take about an inch of water a week so I keep very religious records as far as how much water intake we get from the rain versus what I put on and so we don't want to you know use of the resources any more than what we need to. So we and the there. irrigation, another way to be sustainable. This is so much better for the soil, so much healthier for the cows, so much less stress for the cows. Yes, you do see some flies on them. That's nothing compared to a cow being on cement all the time. Just, it's very hard on animals. So here, it's this is good for the soil, it's good for the, for the cows, it's, it's good for my pocketbook. You know, and that's how we look at it. And you got to, you know, you look at this grass out here. There's not an ounce of soil or fertility that has gone into a ditch or into the water stream yeah. or into the Illinois River or into the Mississippi River that finally ends up in the Gulf of Mexico. This is about as sustainable as you can get, but it's got to be financially state, you know, sustainable too. 
And when you're mindful of it, you can do all of the above. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Which is what we're doing on the row crops. I mean, that's we're doing the cover crops, and we always did do that to a point. Uh, I always liked something growing on the ground 365 days a year. Now you're saying that doesn't happen when it's 20 below zero. Agreed. But if you had something after harvest that you planted, that root system starts then, and that takes nutrients out of the soil and that saves the soil from erosion and stuff like that so that's the whole purpose of cover crops what we're doing that's a thrust from the government too they're paying us a few bucks for that but i've always tried to do that you know years past before it was even the thing to do i'm a different farmer <laughs> unique strange individual maybe a little viatorian i don't know i try <laughs> questions for reflection Dave talks about ways to be a good steward of his land and his animals. What things do you feel called to be a good steward of? How can you care for God's creation? Sometimes we consider things to be an irreconcilable tension, such as science and religion. Did you imagine sustainable agriculture and making a profit could both be possible? How do profitability and cost considerations help us incorporate greener practices? Also, to hear the whole interview with Dave, listen to episode 37 in the podcast feed. Part 2. St. Vider High School alumnus Mary O'Connell serves Jerusalem Farm in Kansas City, Missouri as its horticulturist. Here, Mary shares some simple ways that she believes we can live sustainably and be better stewards of creation during an interview with our podcast host, Jim Mitchell. First, discussing sustainability. Sustainability mm -hmm. is something that kind of gets bounced around a little bit, but for those who just hear it but don't really know what it means, can you kind of help us focus what, what we mean when we use that word? Sustainability is not using more resources than you need and living in a relationship with the environment in such a way that you're not taking more than the environment is producing naturally. So um, sustainable living just means you're aware of how much water you're using, how much electricity you're using, and some of that can be made sustainable by producing your own electricity with like solar panels or collecting your own water like with rainwater um, barrels and then using the resources you've collected on your own property so you're not taking off of the grid or running more water out of aquifers than is needed. You, you talk about sustainable living. For most of us, it doesn't need to be that hard to manage our electricity or our water or our resources. And it, Do you feel like people just don't really get the concept? Yes. I think I like to start from a spiritual standpoint when I try to talk with folks, who, especially folks of faith, about being more sustainable and living a more sustainable life. I think it really comes from a, a commitment to voluntary simplicity. And so much of the gospel calls us to, you know, in Luke's gospel, it says the second coat that you have belongs to your neighbor who who doesn't have a coat. And I think so much of life in the suburbs is often having two coats in the closet and not knowing what to do with it. Resources-wise, too, using more water than you really need. And so spiritually, I like people to sit and consider what is it that you're using that you don't really need to use you encourage when you talk to young people today? I get a lot of confused faces when we talk about how infrequently some of us shower in the community, but then I start to see gears turning and seeds being planted and people saying, well, 
I've wanted to compost for a long time, but now I'm going to go talk to my parents. I think people want to be connected to the earth, and they just have forgotten how in this age of the Internet. I do find hope when I see folks kind of returning to that simple approach, whatever means it is to connect them back to the earth, especially growing their own food. Questions for reflection. Mary explains sustainability is basically only using what resources you need and understanding what the environment naturally provides. Do you try to live sustainably? Why might it be challenging? Mary suggests committing to voluntary simplicity. What parts of our lives might involve unnecessary complexity and excess? What are areas where we could be mindful and reduce use? Mary finds hope in others' response and changed habits. Are you hopeful for environmental justice? What are you drawn to do in response? Also, to hear Jim's whole interview with Mary, listen to episode 29 in the podcast feed. Part 3. On the grounds of the Viatorian Province Center in Arlington Heights, Illinois, Viatorians have set aside land for a large vegetable garden. Father Dan Hall and Brother Michael Gosh established the Viatorian Giving Garden in 2012 as an initiative to help provide nutritious vegetables to families in the northwest suburbs struggling to put food on the table. This also pays tribute to the previous use of the land from before the Viatorians purchased it. Originally a farm, the community gave most of it over to the high school, but retained seven acres for our grounds and center. In addition to the garden, the Viatorians have spent years planting around the property, which now bears over 100 trees. Right from the start of the garden, Father Hall and Brother Gosh drew support from a wide variety of gardeners. A combination of Viatorian associates, staff members, and families from across the Viatorian world and local community are cultivating its crops. In 2021-22, the garden was expanded to double its capacity. Associate John Desmond has coordinated the gardeners for years, taking over from Father Hall, and is now helped by volunteer Ed Flynn. The group includes students from St. Vider High School next door, young people from the Children of Abraham Coalition, and participants and volunteers from Vider House of Hospitality. In 2021, Eagle Scout Sky Sonnabend led a group of 20 volunteers to build a pair of raised garden beds on the grounds of Vider House of Hospitality. The community there now cultivates additional harvests for area pantries too. Harvests have included a variety of cucumbers, lettuce, peppers, squash, radishes, beets, zucchini, eggplant, corn, sweet potatoes, broccoli, green beans, and herbs. In all, the garden has produced several tons of produce over the years, with donations going to the food pantries at Catholic Charities and Wheeling Township, both located in Chicago's northwest suburbs. The garden also produces fresh flowers throughout the summer. Nurtured by associate Joan Sweeney, the variety of perennials are cut regularly and arranged into small bouquets for food pantry clients. Additionally, the flowers perennially attract butterflies and pollinators, another way the ministry supports the local environment. Meanwhile, in Las Vegas, the students, faculty, and staff at our St. Vider Catholic Communities Parish School have joined the ministry. They call their children's garden the Grow With Me Garden. The garden is supported by the school's parent-teacher organization and grant money from the Viatorian community. Teachers see the garden as a valuable learning tool, reinforcing for students just where food comes from and the importance of sustainable gardening. The school partners with the urban garden organization Green Farms of Nevada in tending the garden plots. 
Their harvests have yielded spinach, bok choy, radishes and lettuce, as well as corn and potatoes, herbs, strawberries, and flowers. During the height of the pandemic, instead of sending their produce to food pantries, this nutritious produce was made available to school families in need in Las Vegas, which was hit hard during the COVID crisis. A similar garden was established at former Viatorian School, St. Vider in Chicago. A parishioner obtained a state grant to mobilize elementary students in building and tending to a pollinator garden on their urban campus. The students did soil analysis, mapped their garden, and did the planting together. Their work will help attract butterflies, bees, and other pollinators to support the environment in the city. Questions for reflection. Catholic social teaching encourages subsidiarity, the ideal that actions should occur on the most local level possible. How do these gardens and donations honor that? Feeding the hungry is a corporal work of mercy. Take a moment to consider the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. How does care for God's creation relate to these integral actions? Care for God's creation is often associated with consumption, pollution, and waste. What is the relevance of animals, insects, and plant life? How do these factor into our good stewardship? Also, the information for this segment comes from articles written by Director of Communications Eileen Dady. To keep up with our news, visit Viatorians.com or follow Viatorian USA on social media. That's all for this episode. Remember, in caring for God's creation, Christ calls us to preserve the world by being good stewards of it as God's gift to humanity. How will you respond? For more information or to seek accompaniment and vocational discernment, visit Viatorians.com, follow Viatorian USA on social media, or email vocations at Viatorians.com. On behalf of the Viatorian community, I'm pre-associate Dan Masterton. Venerable Louis Curbs, inspire us. St. Vider, pray for us. Adored and loved be Jesus. Jesus.